Hello, everybody. I'm Stacy. I'm Coulter. And this is, of course, Any Crime at All. How's she going, Colt? She's going all right. So, we just learned that Dumbledore died. That kind of sucks. Rest in peace and all that. But and that dude from 8 Mile. And, and the dude from 8 Mile, yeah. You're asking, what dude? Go look it up. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a short one today. Um... I just listened to one of the best podcasts, like a series, that I've ever listened to in my life, Colt. It's called Where the Devil Belongs, and it's about the Unabomber. And everyone that worked on the case, that's still living, was on the podcast, saying exactly what they did. And they did it in, like, the timeline. That's so, so cool, yeah. Oh, my God, it was amazing. And it was... uh narrated by Jim Clementi and you know I fucking fangirl over Jim Clementi but uh we covered Jim Clementi on this podcast we sure did yeah when we did uh profilers so I was sort of wondering about other bombings in the states because everybody knows the Unabomber so I just have like a short list here uh courtesy of watchmojo.com okay and there's only 10 of them and then we're going to get into something that we've I think both of us have been missing it a little bit the weird laws from around the world weird laws <laughs> is, uh, is that our theme for it uh weird laws I gotta say yeah. I stole that from there's a fella down in the states mm -hmm. called Scorch okay and he was like the worst radio personality okay ever and then he had this show called PFG TV, pretty fucking good TV, mm -hmm. but it was on like, you know, like PBS or something. cable access. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, what is it when you have to pay for it? I, I don't. He had to pay public access. Oh, okay. Public access. And, uh, like Wayne's world was, he was like in a bar and he's like, he, he thought he was like Letterman. It's, it's hard to explain. Go. If you even care to research this, go look up Opie, Anthony and Scorch. Because they used to make fun of them all the time. Who didn't they make fun of? They never made fun of me, I don't think. Okay, so number 10. The Centennial Olympic Park bombing. Okay. You hear about this? Yep. In order to spread his anti-abortion and anti-gay beliefs, Eric Robert Rudolph committed four terrorist bombings in two Southern American states. The first and most fatal of these was his attempt to disrupt the Atlanta Summer Olympics. I remember this. By placing a pipe bomb in Centennial Olympic Park on July 27, 1996. The blast harmed over 100 people and caused two deaths. There's actually film of it if you want to go I've online and see it. I've seen the film of it. Uh, number nine. Uh, but there's, all, there's also a movie about that, by the way. That Is there? I didn't know that. Three or four years ago. I forget what it's called. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um... Number nine, number nine, number nine. <laughs> Take this, brother. May it serve you well. Um, the World Trade Center bombing, of course. The original World Trade Center bombing. Yes. It happened one day before you were born did. Yeah. They waited because they knew I'd become <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, eight... I waited. That didn't... Yeah. Never mind. Nothing makes sense. I'm tired. Um, yeah, okay. I went along with it. I was like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> We're real dumb. <laughs> Good one. 
Eight years before the events of 9-11, the World Trade Center suffered a brutal... Did you get all that? Yeah, I did. Suffered a brutal attack on February 26, 1993, when a truck bomb went off below the building's North Tower. Six people lost their lives and thousands were hurt by the terror... Sorry about that. I was overtaken by a sudden coughing fit. Yeah, that's a, that's going to be a weird edit because it, all you heard was by the terror. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, six people lost their lives and thousands were hurt by the terrorist act, which was planned and executed by a group of Islamic fundamentalists. Number eight, Unabomber. Okay, well, yeah. Let's not even talk about it. Why? Let's move on to number seven. Why? Because we should cover Ted Kaczynski long form. That's that's at least four parts. Okay, then just read the little description then and we can... 17 years, dude. Yeah. 16 bombs. Um, While the bombing efforts of Theodore John Kaczynski did not result in hundreds of deaths, they did wound many and caused the FBI to label him a domestic terrorist. Between 1978 and 1995, the Unabomber targeted computer stores, universities, airlines, and more with his mail bombs as a way to draw attention to his anti-technology and anti-industrial and anti-forestry, doesn't say that here, but I just listened so I know, views. Um, By the way, do you know why the FBI labeled him Unabomber? Why? UN for university. A for airline, because he bombed that one plane. Bomber. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you know pro wrestler Kane, uh, one of his previous gimmicks in Smoky Mountain Wrestling was Unabomb? Wow, that's in really bad taste. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Number seven. The Los Angeles Times bombing. Iron Workers Union members J.J. and J.B. McNamara, their parents were original, were arrested (laughs) and tried for the October 1st, 1910 bombing of the Los Angeles Times building. J.B. later confessed to planting the suitcase bomb in response to the poor treatment of union workers. The blast ultimately triggered a fire that engulfed the building as well as a neighboring structure. Over 100 people were injured in the blaze and more than 20 died. Wait, I've never heard of that Where did before. this happen? The LA Times. Oh, okay. I was going to say if it was New York, it's like, uh, just wait 60 years and we'll see how the union's treated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The Wall Street bombing. On September 16th, 1920... A bomb was carried into New York City's financial district via horse-drawn carriage. Cats are making noises if you hear that shit. (laughs) It detonated on Wall Street across from the J.P. Morgan Bank building and resulted in 38 deaths and over 100 injuries. The perpetrators were never apprehended, but the most popular theory holds that followers of Italian anarchist Luigi Galliani oh. orchestrated the crime based on their anti-government beliefs. Oh, mozzarella, mozzarella. 
that too. <laughs> uh, the July 2005 London bombings. Yes. Do you remember these? Yes. I, I also have a wrestling tie-in to this. Oh, boy. Okay, go ahead. Well, remember that character, Muhammad Hassan? Yes. That seemed terrorist -y? I mean, no, I don't know that much about wrestling. <laughs> he seemed terrorist-y, right? Yeah, yeah. He was around for like seven months, and they were really pushing him hard. Yeah. Like, he wrestled Hulk Hogan in yeah. those seven months and stuff. Yeah. So he's about to wrestle Undertaker, and then they did this angle on SmackDown where it was like a terrorist angle where Pete, where guys who were followers of him came out like completely covered and carried Undertaker away. Oh my God. And then they taped that on Tuesday. And then the London bombings, I want to say happened Wednesday morning. I, I want to say. Okay. And SmackDown was airing on Thursday. And they were like, maybe we shouldn't do this. No, they left it in. Oh my God. They left it in. Fucking Vince McMahon. And uh, the poor fucking guy, he was like 22 years old, this young guy. Uh, Undertaker beat him and he was never seen again. Now he's like a, a school teacher. Well, it's safer for him. And the thing was, he was Italian in real life. Oh my God. Yeah. The poor guy. Anyways, I'll stop with the wrestling tie-ins. There's just... that's a, That was a big deal. <laughs> okay, so as I said, number five, the July 7th. 2005 London bombings. On that date, London's public transport system was targeted by Islamist terrorists who set off several bombs on three underground trains and one double-decker bus. Fuck. The terrorists intentionally killed themselves and took over 50 civilians with them. The 7-7 blasts ultimately harmed more than, you ready for this? Seven hundred people wow holy fuck and by the way you made a mistake there what you said islamist terrorist okay islamist terrorists it doesn't it sound there. right shouldn't it be like... islamic terrorist yeah i was gonna say i didn't i'm just reading boy well fuck you watch mojo numero four uh, 2004 Madrid train bombings. Spain and Europe itself has never been a terrorist, hasn't, sorry, has never seen a terrorist attack as devastating as the Madrid train bombings on March 11th, 2004. That morning, 10 homemade bombs placed on commuter trains in Madrid exploded, leaving almost 200 people dead and close to 2,000 injured. Holy fuck. Wow. The Spanish National Court attributed the 11M attacks to a loose group of terrorists, though this decision wasn't without controversy. I gotta look into that a little bit. I a loose group means. of terrorists, just a bunch of sluts. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, the Lockerbie bombing. While making its journey from London to New York, Pan Am Flight 103 was disrupted by the explosion of an onboard bomb on December 21st, 1988. Um, all passengers and crew members aboard the Boeing 747 died, resulting in 259 casualties. Almost a dozen residents of the Scottish town of Lockerbie also perished after being hit by pieces of the aircraft. Two Libyan intelligence operatives 
were indicted for murder and the Libyan government later accepted responsibility for the attack. Former Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi has also been linked to the crime. He was a crazy motherfucker. He so. was. I remember when he died. A lot of people were happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one was sad. And I always, whenever I hear about this bombing or think about it or whatever, I always have one image in my head. And I'm uh, going to read the bombing Can I first. guess? Can I guess? Sure. Kansas City? No. Oklahoma City. Yeah. I was going to say, was Kansas City bombed? <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma City. Sorry. The Oklahoma... Do you know what image I'm talking about? The guy... The guy... Uh, the fireman with the little the baby. baby. And the baby's with, all burned. And there's a big bandage wrapped around the baby's... Oh, the baby's head. Oh. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. Wasn't this a guy trying to be like Ted Kaczynski? No. What was this... There's a tie-in to another crime here. Yes, it's uh, Timothy McVeigh did it. Yeah, we, and he was... Uh, he was getting vengeance for Waco. Oh, okay, Waco. Yeah. And probably, uh, what's it called? Uh, Ruby Ridge? Do you know about Ruby Ridge? Not too much, no. I, I, Maybe I, I should do, do one on that. that. Okay, so number two, the Oklahoma City bombing. Timothy McVeigh was the mastermind behind one of the deadliest acts of terrorism the United States had seen to that point, as a result of his dissenting views about the American government. On April 19, 1995, McVeigh left the truck bomb he and Terry Nichols constructed near the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building. That's where the ATF was located. The explosion resulted in over 150 casualties, that's men, women, and children, because there was a big daycare in the bottom mm-hmm. of that place. Yeah. More than 600 injuries and over $600 million worth of damages. Now, let me just say, this motherfucker does this big, huge bomb in Oklahoma City. Drives away in a car. Gets pulled over because the car has no fucking license plate. Oh, my God. What are you doing? What an idiot. Okay, number one, the IRA bombings. I don't know much about this either. Northern Ireland and England were terrorized by the Provisional Irish Republican Army for almost three decades, between 1969 and 1997. In an attempt to protest British rule and presence in Northern Ireland, the paramilitary organization undertook a campaign involving shootings, bombings, and other violent acts and cost the lives of almost 2,000 people with thousands more harmed. Notable incidents included Bloody Friday and the Brighton Hotel bombing. Following the declaration of a ceasefire in 1997, the group officially terminated its campaign in 2005. See, I've heard about the IRA forever, right? I've never really looked into it very much. Me either. I yeah, should. Probably because I watched season three of Sons of Anarchy and it turned me off. That horrible last <laughs> that season. That was a very, a very, I almost said, very bad season. They should have made Jack's fuck, fuck his sister. That was, at least something would have happened. Oh my God. You're just. Okay. It was just them sitting around drinking in Ireland. And this podcast is done now. <laughs> um, 
in Greece, it is forbidden to play video games. Oh, we're on the weird crimes. Okay, it's for, for, forbidden to play video games. Yes. That can't be true. In 2002, the government drafted a law to combat slot machine games. But it was so badly formulated that it concerns all video games. Okay, no one follows today. that. Several gamers were even arrested a few years ago in a cyber cafe, caught in the act of frag on Counter-Strike. I, I don't know video game stuff, so I don't yeah, know what that yeah. means. The offenders had to take a short stay in the shade just to take away the urge to tease the joystick again. A few years ago, gamers were arrested for gaming. That's really fucked. Now, this one I sort of understand. It is forbidden to wear stilettos on historical sites. That I get. Really? Yeah. I get that. Okay, talk to me. This law is less weak than the practice it condemns. Apart from... I'm not even going to read that because it doesn't make sense to me. A practice likely to cause you trouble and not only with your arch of the foot. It is indeed forbidden to wear high-heeled shoes on Greek archaeological sites such as the Acropolis, the Parthenon, Oh, okay. Yeah. in order to prevent you from digging into the ground. That makes perfect sense then, yeah. But also, number two goes with number three. It is forbidden to wear stilettos on historical sites while chewing gum. Yeah. What, what do you get two felonies for them <laughs> instead of one? Greek law in fact, limits the consumption of food and drink within the confines of certain historical monuments, which, yeah. Above all, in order to limit waste, each year, for example, nearly 28 kilos of chewing gum are found stuck on the Odeon de Pericles in Athens. And the gum does not date from antiquity, it says. <laughs> it's so funny that that's like a rule now. Considering all the motherfuckers that stuff their faces back at ancient times in those yeah, places. Yeah, really, eh? Fucking wine and hookers. And... It is forbidden to treat yourself with codeine. Really? Yeah. In Lil Greece, Wayne don't go to Greece. I guess not. In Greece, all codeine-based medicines are banned because they are considered drugs. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walking around with tablets of pills made up of codeine can therefore make you look like a big dealer. As a reminder, codeine is quad, even at the base, a substance present in opium and chemically close to morphine. Mm. It is forbidden not to vote in elections. You must vote. Really? Or they shoot you. No, they don't shoot you. But, uh, um... So everyone has to vote. Yeah. Which sort of makes sense. That is where democracy began. Yeah. was in Greece. So, um, In Greece, the, the cradle of democracy, voting is not a right, but an obligation. Lazy people who shun the ballot box on election day are liable uh, to see heavy fines, even forfeiture of their civic and social rights. Uh, for information, this obligation to vote exists in other European countries, such as Belgium, Luxembourg, Denmark, Liechtenstein, and Cyprus. I'll never vote. I just don't care enough about anything. They all just seem to end up the same. Yeah. I mean, I would vote in this upcoming election just to get rid of fucking Trudeau. 
Um, there's an upcoming election? Well, the next one, I mean. I was going to say, I didn't even know. <laughs> I don't really know when the next one is. That's how much we follow politics in Canada. Uh, number six, it is forbidden to distribute coupons. No saving money for you. Really? In Greece, we pay full price. Couponing, a marketing technique that consists of giving out coupons or promising to reimburse products during promotional periods, is strictly prohibited by law. Yeah. So you can't save money in Greece? Nope. Imagine what having, can you do in Greece? Imagine having a coupon for gum? <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna go to yeah, I'm gonna go to Greece and not chew gum and vote. <laughs> it is forbidden to throw butt paper in the toilets. Butt paper. Toilet paper. You can't throw it it goes in the garbage? Uh let's see. As is often the case in some countries with unsuitable pipes and dilapidated reprocessing plants, throwing toilet paper in the toilet bowl is the best way to clog everything and find yourself the shame of your life. Even after doing your heavy necessities, gently place your used sheets in the trash can placed at your feet. Yes, the one that overflows with the memories left by your predecessors on the throne. Yeah, I've heard that before. Okay. I'm not going to Greece. If it is, it, if I do, it's just a, yep, there's the Parthenon, yep, there's the Acropolis, let's get <laughs> Just a bunch of sweaty, shit-stinking people. <laughs> Who With don't unibrows. Chew gum. <laughs> don't chew gum. No offense to any Greek listeners. We might have. It is forbidden to dance naked at the Acropolis. Well, okay, the, who did this? The chili peppers aren't going there. <laughs> they had socks. Um, <laughs> Flea didn't sometimes. <laughs> and even less if you are naked with stilettos, vulgarly chewing gum. Life is sometimes so unfair. That's what it says. <laughs> If I ever find out I'm terminally ill, I'm going to go dance naked at the Acropolis. Just popping fucking chicklets. Yeah. <laughs> with, with like, 14-inch stilettos. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. you got to get them from Gene Simmons or something. Yeah, I'll have to get a foot extender. <laughs> it is forbidden for the police to arrest anyone on the premises of a university. Wow, that's... That's a really dumb law. It really is. A very old law still in force in Greece prohibits law enforcement access to universities. Not that they are too dumb to be allowed to set foot there. Although. But to protect the intellectuals who once resided there. So if you commit a crime, you just go to the university and you're just like... Uh, I'm going to store a bunch of food there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got gum for everyone. <laughs> Now, what if you're at the university, but you're sniping people outside of the university? Um, Does that because that's a crime? But I guess you're at the university; you can't get arrested. They'll just get one of their better snipers and snipe you, I suppose. So, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I didn't write these laws. I don't know the loopholes. It is forbidden to be buried in a cemetery for more than three years. Okay. Well, I planned on moving anyway. So. <laughs> For eternal life, it is better not to go to Greece unless you pay 150,000 euros, the price of the concession for life. Wow. A law authorizes the state to exhume the bodies of the deceased after only three years. This measure is intended to make room for deceased little comrades who are quietly awaiting their turn. As for the evicted tenants, 
They are then placed in a container the size of a shoebox itself stored in the town's ossuary. What's an ossuary? Uh, Look it up. I can't. I, you can't. Never mind. Needless to say, it's really the crisis in Greece. Actually. What? That's horrible. You know the, uh, oh, what's that famous cemetery in New Orleans? St. Andrews? Is it St. Andrews Cemetery? I don't know. Anyway, um, you're only allowed to be there for a certain time. No, I know. It's like that with a lot of cemeteries. Yeah. But I think it's stupid. Just bury people wherever. Well, I, I don't think they should have started burying people anyway. Yeah, yeah. Stop. The you burying. should have just kept burning them like like the pagans used to do and the Vikings and stuff. Or that the Rohirrim do with the Urukai. That too, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I do I do like that. I, I like that one. It's better than the wrestling things you were doing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Christianity came along and they were like, let's bury our dead so we can remember them. Which that, makes no sense. That's how the old Pope sounded back then. <laughs> let's bury our dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was our tiny little podcast for the week. I'm thirsty. Someone bring me a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. I really want to do a fucking... Uh... An altar boy? <laughs> no, ew. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop with the bad jokes. I really want to do a, a podcast on something to do with the Catholic Church. You can't do the whole Catholic Church because that'd be like fucking 872 parts, but... We better log out right now. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting pretty risque over yeah, here. We might get canceled. Nah. Oh. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? We're on the verge of it now. Like who yeah. cares? <laughs> okay, well, uh we love you guys and uh please be careful out there because people are capable of Any crime at all? Yeah. Thanks, Colt. <laughs> <laughs> Missed his cue a little there, guys. Uh, and he uh, hasn't even gotten high yet. I was playing so. with my beard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's distracting, I guess. Okay, so uh, Cat's going crazy now. We're going to let you go. Love you. Bye.